Blog Talk Radio. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes occurring on the planet? Reporting to you from the new Earth, the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being, united community, and personal evolution. Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and biocircuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness so that you too can become a divine human. New Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum vortex healing and energetic activation, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing. Every show is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. Additional services are available at our website, NewEarthCentral.com. And now, here's your host, Meg Benedicte. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. And we're giving everyone a minute here to get onto the caller line or onto the webcast. Um, so let's bring on my beautiful co-host, Manette Mays. Welcome, Manette, to the show. Hey there, Meg. Good to hear your voice again. I hope everyone is feeling at least kind of balanced today. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we're hoping you're not having any difficulties getting onto the onto the show. Um, it looks like you know they always Block Talk always told us Wednesday night was their busiest night. So sometimes I think things get kind of hung up a bit. So we're just give everybody a minute to get on. If you find that you lose connection, just come right back on or switch uh, your browser, and that might be what will work as well. Uh, okay, so let's let's uh, kind of review what we're doing here today. If you're new to our New Earth show, this is a, a show we've been doing for some years. I actually started it in a uh, private membership in 2008, so it's been going on for over 10 years, and it's really just to support everyone as we go through these Ascension upgrades, and we've had quite a few in, in the last six weeks or so, it <laughs> like, holy Wow. I don't know about you, but I've been feeling really sleepy and tired, and I kept asking my, my higher self, what's going on? And and they're like, you have pushed so much energy. you got to think about it. It was the solstice. It was two eclipses and Lionsgate in just like six weeks or so. So about now today would be actually two months from the solstice, and that is a lot of energy to run. And so we're here today to just kind of help everyone get over the hump, you know, whatever upgrades that got triggered in you. I just want to kind of help you get to the next level. So that's our goal here today. And I had a few, I just made a couple notes here, uh, especially if you are new to the show and I want to welcome you uh, to our show. This is again our our mission. Our mission is to birth this new earth paradigm. And what's helping us do this is the incoming plasma ascension waves. They're coming from the galactic center's black hole vortex. And boy, they are powerful, and you probably are feeling them, and they're helping activate more of our ascension codes. They're helping us to increase our soul embodiment, and so part of the work we're doing is to support that and to keep 
integrating, all that's getting turned on. I mean, we're literally igniting like a new level of subatomic activity that we've never experienced before. This is this is in the physical now. We're finally reaching the physical level, and this multidimensional soul DNA is coming alive inside us. And this could be felt as if like you have these new um, new levels or or, or of energy that's sweeping into you I, I can feel it there would be days where all of a sudden I just get this sense of whoa that was a new energy I've never felt that before and it just kind of opens more of our window to the universe so that's what we're trying to uh, adapt to and integrate and these ascension codes, they unlock certain frequency bundles in the DNA that open to higher realms of light. So that's part of where you're probably experiencing more of an expansion or an opening. But then it also helps to decompose all of this old, outdated energy we've been carrying around inside us. And this could be fragmented, corrupted code. This could be uh, unconscious programs, patterns. I mean, so it, it, it runs the gamut. So whatever is out of balance within us and in a very low, dense vibration, these these ascension codes are helping to transmute all of that. And it's a really powerful time to be alive here. You know, we have this opportunity opportunity to transfigure ourselves literally at the cellular level so we can begin to metabolize and live on light. Think of it like photosynthesis. This is really where we're heading. And during this conversion from carbon to crystal and from ego to soul, uh, the body will purge and, and it's pretty ongoing, you know, and it's, it's purging these lower denser frequencies. It's purging uh, environmental and dietary toxins. Um, it's, it can even feel like you're going through like a death because in a way the old self is finishing and completing and decomposing so that we can embody the divine soul. So that's not an easy process to go through by any means. Um, one of the things that uh, Manette had mentioned in an email earlier, we were, we were looking at what do we want to discuss. And I, this has been something I had to really deal with myself as well, Manette. And, and I think because these freedom codes are activating for us now, especially since Lionsgate, that we no longer need to hold space and assist our loved ones through all these transitions. It, it's like we have to kind of set everybody free. We set ourselves free, but we set everybody free. And so this is where we're not feeling like we have to hold the weight of the world or even the weight of our families um, and cutting those cord attachments or, or, the, or the weight of your coworkers or wherever you're feeling that you might be draining your energy or kind of feeling like you're breaking under the pressure of holding all this for everyone around you. Uh, I had that and I had to um, finally I got, you know, the the guidance from my higher self saying you've crossed the the time uh, where you're no longer doing that anymore. And so I had to start letting go of all of that sense of responsibility or obligation or even where it was coded into my soul blueprint to hold the space, hold the light for the planet while people were waking up. And and so the good news is we've we've moved more into a majority of light on the planet and we don't have to hold that anymore. So um, I'm so glad you brought that up, Manette. Where have you been noticing that for yourself? 
Um, just noticing that obviously uh, my family and friends and even, you know, my employers are accustomed to me holding space for them. So it's it's kind of odd. So they're when my energy doesn't show up for them automatically, they're a little confused mm-hmm. and they're feeling shut out from me altogether rather than just trusting their own energy. Uh, yeah. So it's just a little bit, it's not even necessarily a conflict, but it's almost like they sometimes can't formulate the words to even say something as simple as, hey, Manette, why don't we go grab breakfast? Because they're, the energy can't be, they're not feeling my energy support anymore. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, well, that's just where I've seen it. And then sometimes there's been a few situations, they're kind of like, you know, emergencies or whatever, where I've noticed I have to hold on to myself and my tendency mm-hmm. to jump right in and, you know, add some energy, add some support, add some encouragement. I have to learn to wait. If You know, I'm not saying that we should never help each other, obviously, you know, if somebody needs no. something or wants something from me. But now it's all about formulating the words, you know, can you, and it would is you a, like to? It, it's In a way, it's new patterns for both sides. Like you uh-huh. said, we're having to unlearn, right, unlearn what we were uh, originally agreed to do because we're moving uh-huh. to the next level. And then they're needing to, they feel the void of us holding it for them. And then they start to step in themselves. So it, yeah, on, uh-huh. on both levels, we're, we're all learning new, new ways of navigating all this. And I felt it, it really lifts a huge pressure off me when I finally completed that phase and not uh, having to hold the, the energy for everyone so much. And, and, it, and even it, uh, and added in a new step for myself at the end of client sessions where I was even asked to, in a sense, step out of the client session after we're done so that the client can actually continue the work with their soul and their team. And and that was a new step for me. I just started doing that like a year or so ago. So it, it really is developing in this uh, uh, direction towards sovereignty, everyone seeing each other as sovereign beings and not um, seeing them as a victim or seeing them as weak or, or disabled. We see everyone in their, their soul power. We see everyone in their, their sovereignty. And this changes the dynamic. It really, in a way, begins to eliminate the codependency patterning, doesn't it? It does. And in a way, it's a little bit scary sometimes because you feel like, oh, you know, I'm not needed or I'm not wanted or what happened? Am I going to have to give up my friendship or this? And that would be harder for me sort of on a personal level. Like, let me get this. I did actually have to give up a couple of friendships, but that's harder on a personal (laughs) level. But I noticed it most at work um, where people don't Uh necessarily, where I don't necessarily have that personal bond with people, but I noticed that uh, people being a bit standoffish. And so I had to make a new connection, but um, in a different way. I thought it just—it's it, not—it doesn't have all of my energy in the regular exchange. But and it's—it's been—it's a little bit troubling for me because I'm—you know—I'm a pretty sensitive person. And I'm always wanting to, "Are you okay?" And I want to hug people and all that kind of stuff. But so I'm learning to hold my energy a little differently. But it does feel better. Yeah. It feels yeah. Much better to just be contained, you know, and we like we had our time on the mountain and you taught me and you were 
showing me mm-hmm. how you clean your energy. We're literally there by that wonderful water, letting it rush through me and yeah. clean out my energy. And I'm so um, enamored with how that felt. I want that feeling of being cleaned out all the time. So I'm so I'm trying to stay there and then learn how to have my regular personal interface also. It's been a balance. <laughs> It's funny you said that because I did go up to um, the mountains here along the creek and let that water run right through me this morning, just continuing to clean Mm. my field. And it just is an effective technique. We can share this with others if it's new to you. If you're not able to get near any running water, I mean, I was just very, very fortunate to live in L.A. at the beach. So I just stood the ocean waves every morning, you know, and just let it wash through me. And it really is purifying. So if you're if you're not able to get to actual moving water, you can you can uh, pull up a, a video of water on your on your computer if you need to, or on your phone, and just hear it and feel it. Um, I even have at my YouTube channel a video of Mount Shasta stream and the water, so you can go there and listen to it. But let that movement move through you. Let the water wash through you. It's um. It's uh, oh goodness, Manette. I'm sorry. Okay, let's. Uh, oh, that's It's okay. about I letting. Found you found it. Okay, sorry about that. It's about uh, letting the element of water, which we work with all the elements. Let that be a, a wave that cleanses you, purifies you. And I also use it if um, I ask my higher self, "What are we doing today?" When I get near the water, and it's it cleaning, purifying. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's nourishing. So I just let the water run in and bring in like its nutrients and and minerals and nourish and replenish because I'm low on chi. So it's a great way to work. We, you know, as we're doing this this uh, transformation we're reuniting with the elementals so working with the elements to uh, help you because they of course have different benefits and boy that water element is so helpful so I'm glad I'm glad we brought that up the other thing I wanted to share too is when we go through these big stargate events Hidden shadow can get triggered, and so pretty much expect it. <laughs> and uh-huh. it's, um, so as we're doing this cleansing process, and then we have these upgrades, the, the upgrades in, it, in a way push out what's the lower energy that can't hold with it anymore. So we have kind of a, a reactionary purge that happens. It gets triggered after we go through these uh, gates. So we just went through the lion's gate. So you may have had some energy get triggered. And this can be, this can show up in like emotional reactions. It could be where you might feel all of a sudden some deep painful trauma that's coming up out of nowhere. You're like, why am I feeling this? You know, where's this coming from? It probably was triggered. Uh, Also, I was finding this last week, a lot of past memories shuffling through my mind. Like I'm half the time I'm not even here. I'm in the in the past, you know, childhood, teenage years, uh, career wild so all this memory is just flowing I'm hoping it's flowing out because we want to just get rid of time and clear that out so so it's very common to be processing and releasing after these um, these big Stargate events and so ha- have you noticed anything coming up for you since the Lionsgate I mean we had our we had our birthday week so we were like woohoo you know we're having all this fun <laughs> And then we come back to the earth, right? And then it's like, yeah, whoa, with a crash. <laughs> right. Really um, I have. I've noticed, um, oddly enough, I guess with all of the other 
um, energies out of my system with nobody else pulling on me, I've started to have those little conversations with my inner child and sort of get back acquainted with the things that I need to do for myself, the things I need to do for my body, um, and things to make me smile, um, have more joy. And it's been, it's been really awesome. But then, you know, me, I've on the positive side, you know, and that's lovely. But then I'm thinking on a more, um, the other side of it is that, oh my gosh, you know, I've been neglecting (laughs) all of this for Mm -hmm. so long. I feel so (laughs) bad. I'm like, oh no. (laughs) Okay, don't go into guilt. (laughs) Right. All in right Anyway, so yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of comforting that's going on around, and it's really yes. it's a little adjustment for me to to really withdraw from everything that I've been paying attention to and the, my little people projects that I've been working on. It's been it's that's, that's a little traumatizing too. Is everybody going to be okay? Really, they're gonna you promise everybody's going to be okay? <laughs> yes. We are. It's funny. So your your inner child came up. My rebellious teenager came up. <laughs> I was like, oh my! I didn't even know you were in there. <laughs> so that was a surprise. I have Uranus in my my sun sign, Leo. So that would make sense. I'd have a rebellious teenager. So that's who I'm having to work with as well. And listen, just listen. Like what 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 we're talking about is really once you get aware that there's this this energy or this aspect of you or or some shadow unconsciousness, whatever gets triggered, then you sit with it, right? We just kind of hold space and go, okay, what do you need? And I just kept asking my rebellious teenager, all right, I'm here for you. What do you need? How can I help you? And you start to do any healing work that's needed. And it is really pretty fascinating to watch how these aspects begin to calm down as you give them time and energy and attention and love. And they begin to integrate in. And that's the goal is just to take all these different parts of ourselves and get them all integrated where they're no longer looked at as separate consciousness within our field, but they're now really home inside the heart here with the soul, the beautiful soul's loving light. So it's just to watch what gets triggered when you go through these gates. This is how I've been doing this process for over 20 years is basically I'm like, okay, what's showing up, what's getting reflected to me in my outer life? And it could be in more of dream state or your own behavior and patterning or how others are treating you. All of it is relevant. All of it is giving you information. So just watch what gets reflected back to you because this is really uh, a, a very quick and easy way to identify what are your lessons because we're all learning here and, and growing and evolving and also insights insights that like I didn't know I had a rebellious teenager so right an insight Mm -hmm. that oh there's a piece of me that I need to address and I need to work with so it's really um the feedback you know whatever gets mirror trust is feedback and it's really valuable and so if this isn't something you're used to doing I'm just recommending to everybody to maybe get a journal and just start jotting down what you're observing is being mirrored to you what you're observing is showing up either in your own internal process or or out in your your external life of how people are behaving and treating you or not Mm -hmm. and that gives you more insight as well yep yep okay 
I think let's go to the questions. Um, what we're going to do is, is we got a lot of questions today, so we're going to try to answer your questions uh, within the next half hour or so. Lots of good uh, uh, topics on, on Ascension. And then once we um, get to maybe like the top of the hour, we'll go and work in meditation. And, and in today's activations, we're going to focus on these recent Lionsgate upgrades, just like we were mentioning. And and so especially if you felt stuff get triggered, we're just going to help you try to move that energy and lighten lighten your load, start to get freer mm -hmm. from it. And also we'll work with the Lion's Heart activation. That was a, a big part of what we did uh, two weeks ago. And I think there's still, I've noticed in uh, client sessions, there's still some of that coming up. I had a, a core wound in my heart that I didn't, wasn't aware of that I had to work on once that Lion heart came alive and then also mm -hmm. we're clearing the enslavement system everybody you know these freedom codes got activated and so everybody is getting um uh, aware of where there might still be some enslavement programming running in the field anywhere that and it could be past life as well so anywhere that we were uh living in that enslavement matrix it's this is part of our job really to to clear and release and get free of it and then help it uh, collapse on the planet as well. So we'll do some some activations on those topics. So before we go into the meditation, let's look at the questions, Manette, and see what everybody is working on and 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 uh, wants some assistance. Oh sure, we definitely want to try to get to as many as possible. You guys have really been doing your homework. I love these questions. Yeah. <laughs> the first one is from Vera. Um, she says, "Hi there. So grateful for all you both are doing." My question has to do with how to best work with the energies of the grids at our homes, at our offices, in our neighborhoods, and at our properties. Okay, great question. Because what's happening as well for many light workers is they're feeling called to do grid work. And I've noticed this has really picked up pace. Way more grid groups I'm noticing now than I ever did before. So this is something that must have been turned on in people's blueprints in the last year or so. It's really picking up pace. So if you're feeling that call, you can start like uh, Vera's mentioning. You start with your own property, you know, where you live, and then you may also be called to work remotely to other parts of the world or travel to them as well. So there's lots of ways to do the grid work. So I, I don't want to get too locked into specifics because everybody has their kind of unique way of doing it. But just on a general um, level, we use our own body and field and will, our our, our divine free will, to shape-shift energies. So that's what we do when we get in the vortex and we get into that vacuum state and we're alchemists. We're changing the form of energy. So that would be the first thing is to uh, just, you could start on your property and then also if you feel drawn to other places, you can just duplicate what you're doing. So let's just say you're standing on your own property and you're connecting down. So you're running your energy vertically up and down your channel and you go down into the earth and into the grids. The, these are the ley lines of light, the interlocking grid work of ley lines all around the planet. Um, I have my favorite big massive sequoia tree that I connect to in the, in the woods and I go up and then I go down, go all the way into the grid, lock my feet on it. And then you're able to start to move the energies in the grid. 
So a couple things we're doing is when we're helping ease any pain or suffering that's embedded in the land, we can use the vortex, use the light, like you're saturating the land with the light and start this transmutation process of healing the, like the wounds of Gaia. We're getting into the land and healing where there's been violence, there's been abuse. So, you know, these kinds of things are embedded. It's basically trauma that's been uh, locked into the land. So you're helping to ease the trauma out of the land, just like you do out of your own field. The other thing that you can do is you can run, like send a big, strong blast of this plasma crystalline light along the ley lines. Think of it like you're cleaning the pipes, you know, you're just zapping the lines with the light to clear where they're either blocked uh, could be a lot of density in those lines, you know, a lot of sludge. So you're doing a good, like you're a plumber, you know, you're just hitting, hitting the lines and cleaning them so that the meridians are running top notch. That's our goal too, is the whole entire planetary grid uh, is, is back uh, working properly because it hasn't been. There's been so much um, disconnection and polarized energies and uh, the violence and all of that. It's really broken our grid so we're coming back in cleaning the lines and you may also find that there's gaps between the the meridians again and so again you can work with metatron and start mending the the ley lines where you're connecting them again because we want them all running at full operational speed at really high crystalline divine frequencies and that is how we shift this planet is it's literally a game changer when we can get it at that level of light running through all the grids to all the sacred sites. Those are the nodal points of the meridian. So that's where we have the cross points like at Mount Shasta. It kind of is like a sunburst. All the meridians shoot out from the portal at the vortex of Mount Shasta. That's just a Stonehenge. I noticed the same way. And so we're linking up to all these power centers and, and they literally run like frequency generators. And so when they're really amping up with divine crystalline frequencies, oh man, this whole planet's going to lift up. So that's our goal. So that's ways that you can uh, work with the grids. And then of course, there's so many more ways that I've heard uh, other grid groups work. They work with the crystal caves under the earth. You know, they go in and help clean those up and amplify the, the crystal caves, crystal core, um, just, just so many, so many ways. So I just think uh, Vera, you can you can continue doing what you're doing already and then just kind of take it to the next level. If you're thinking, all right, I've been doing this a long time, seems like it's improving, you can ask your higher self for maybe more specific steps to take that is aligned with your soul mission. And so that's more unique to you and, and what you're here to offer. I've known, uh, like in meditations, I've been called to go in literally like standing in the center of a volcano and trying to stabilize the energies or in an earthquake, stabilizing the energies. We can do this. I, I have a feeling we're going to be doing more of that as the climate gets more extreme. So we're here also like neutralizers, stabilizers. So there's, we just want to minimize any destruction that's happening to our beloved Gaia and keep everything moving forward. Uh, with the least amount of harm. So it's, uh, see how you feel. First, just so you like your relationship to Gaia. See how that is is developing for you. And then ask how I can be a service. You know, just ask how I can, I can support Gaia's transformation into 5D and higher. And 
because it's literally like we're moving through the eye of a needle right now and it's pretty volatile and the the polarization is pretty strong but it's because we're getting to the tail end of it so it's kind of exasperated and 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 but eventually it will run its course and it will it will calm down and things are going to be shifting very quickly as we get into next year so i think it's um there's some general things you can do, and then also I bet everybody has some specific uh, soul uh, uh, steps that you're going to do as well if you're feeling called to do grid work. I think that was pretty clear. Um, okay. Next, from Emmanuel in Italy, uh, she writes, is it possible to maintain constantly the energetic field developed with the quantum activation process with Metatron's cube? If yes, how is it possible? Uh, why do we always need to call Metatron and cannot instead maintain um, constantly but only and call him when it's needed? Uh, within our own mastery ability, we should be able to maintain our energetic field connected with our higher self at a high energetic level. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, how can I feel that the energetic field is low and therefore I need to clean, connect, and reactivate? Ah, okay, good question. So, yes, when we begin to work with this technique, we... we um, we align with Metatron because he's basically allowing us to use his Metatron's cube portal. So just want to make sure that's clear to everybody. This is this is a portal. I've actually been asked to cut some people off from that portal because they were misusing it. So just first, we just want to acknowledge that we're guests <laughs> working with Metatron's cubes portal. Okay, so that comes with it some responsibility and and so it's um, really following the protocols and being careful with it. But then once we start to work with it, and, and I worked with it daily over and over again, it does begin to integrate with the field. And as you see, embedded in Metatron's cube is the double star tetrahedron Merkaba, and that rises up and begins to activate in the aura, in the body in the aura. And that usually, typically, should run on its own. So should the vortex should run on its own. The problem is that we are in a polarized planet, and that means we have uh, polar, polarized energies running in our own body and field. And when something's polarized, they're basically opposing each other. And they're not harmonious. They're the opposite. They're opposing. So this then creates this kind of a push-pull dynamic within us and then in our field that does not support the vortex or the or the torus, the macrobic torus. So this is why we're using the infinity loops to neutralize that polarity, to get more into what's called zero point, which is a vacuum state. It's no magnetics. And when we can maintain that in our chakras, in our body, in our our emotions, in our thoughts, then we have created in the center of our vortex the vacuum zero point. And if you know about quantum physics, a vacuum pulls energy into it, right? A vacuum is always trying to fill itself. So it pulls energy into it. And so we can establish that still neutral vacuum state within us, it starts to create the momentum 
of the torus. It creates a continual pulling in, spinning out, pulling in, spinning out, and creating that movement of the torus. But when we're polarized, it all stops. The vortex stops, the torus stops. And I cannot tell you how many times I have found that it stopped because I got something triggered in me and I reacted and then everything just goes flat, right? It just stops. It just goes zero. It goes dead. And I'm like, ah, oh, dang, I have to go start it up again. So uh, for Manuela, that's just to know when you, um, when you wonder, do I need to go through the protocol again with Metatron and get it started up? Just watch your energy. Did everything just kind of um, feel like it went dead, like nothing's moving? You don't feel like your Taurus is pulling in uh, what you need? You know, just look for those signs that usually or, – or you realize – oh, I just really reacted. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. Oh, I just really reacted negatively, and I, I went into a polarized reaction. That is your clue, too, that it stopped it. Eventually, we learn how to master ourselves. We're learning how to master our emotions. We're learning how to master our thoughts. We're helping that ego self just get more and more into the light, you know, putting our shadow into the light so that we don't have all of this push-pull going on inside us anymore and we can establish zero point and run our energy field as it was meant to run and run the vortex as it was meant to run and we aren't going to have to keep uh, going to Metatron and help getting help for all of the kind of basic uh, steps of our of our ascension uh, field. I go to Metatron for insight or guidance or hey I don't understand this what's happening here so I, I do work with Metatron regularly, but I don't have to initiate the Vortex or the Merkaba Taurus on a regular basis anymore because I'm learning how to hold that zero point better. Um, so that would be the recommendation I have. Got it. That was pretty succinct. Thank you. Um, from <laughs> Henny. And he says, I'm so thankful for this Q&A session. I have been feeling like I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Sometimes I feel like I'm being choked. And some days I seem to have no voice at all. Do you think I'm releasing something or is something trying to block me? Yes, you are releasing. And it's, um, let me just tune in here. This is, this is again where the Stargate's trigger deep held it could be trauma, it, it could be fear, it could even be, especially if you're working with the throat chakra, we call it the silent screams, you know, it's where our emotions weren't able to be expressed, and so they were stuffed in there. Could also be where you have some trauma, perhaps of a, an injury to the throat area, and of course, the back of the throat's dealing with the past and that primal brainstem of the ego and the matrix. So there could be some of that that's trying to wiggle loose out of the back there of the neck. So what I do when I feel something like that, especially if you are feeling the roller coaster, that's a great way of describing polarity. It's the up and down, back and forth, pretty much it's a chaos type of feeling. And when you when you feel that, that's your sign, okay, Something got triggered. I'm I'm in a polarized uh, kind of wavy gravy right now, and I need to get myself back into the inner calm of the zero point. So running the vortex, running the infinities, that starts to bring everything back into that calm balance inside. 
And then you can also, and let's just do it now for anybody who's been, we're going to do it more deeper in the meditation, but anytime you feel something clogged, either in any of the chakras or even in the in the physical body, that means the energy is backing up. It could cause pain. The energy is uh, clogged up. It's stuck. And so focus the light streaming down your channel from Mother, Father, Source. You're just directing that wave of light to the area that you feel backed up, you feel stuck. And, and or it's gotten triggered and stuff's rising up out of the depths there. Dense, dense energy is coming up. Flush the air. So you're just going to focus on the throat, front and back, just like you're just pooling the light in there, just flushing it in. And it begins to start to move, kind of wiggle loose whatever was stuck. And so that's how I work with the energy. I, I flood it with the light. And I begin. I just lock my focus on it, so it's getting the full, full um, uh, of your abilities, all of your consciousness, zoom, right into the area that you're focusing on, and it can't hold, and so it just starts to shimmy and shift and wiggle, and it starts to break apart and loosen up, and and there you go. You just begin to spin it out. I breathe. I use my breath to move the energy out. So whew, breathe it out, exhale out, spin it out, and the vortex will take what's clearing, and we send it to source light. So this is, again, real quick way to shift energies if you're feeling any pain or stuck blockages, those kinds of things. Um, maybe like a ball of dense energy just is trying to leave, but it's stuck, so you're helping kind of flush it out. So that should, I think that should help her. Yeah, 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 and I think that when you get the energy focused in that area, even if you find that you're not able to clear it all at that point, you'll be, get to be aware of what it is. Absolutely, um, and, and that's a very important yeah. key, yes, because we need to know. We need to be aware. We need to be conscious of what's coming out. Um, so, yes, so as you're, as you're sitting with it, you start to, you might get visions or sensations. Oh, okay, I think this happened with this person or maybe in, in this other timeline. Or, And the other thing, too, is you can apply aromatherapy oils to the area that feels stuck. You know, there's lots of things we can do to help it move, you know, help it rise and heal and, and release. Yeah, get it out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, from Palmatet. Um, I have had two instances, <clears throat> sorry, in the past few days where I have been out walking, praying to the earth as I walk, and when I get to a certain area, I feel sick to my stomach. This is near a street of mm-hmm. apartment complex, and I find I really pray hard before I get to the spot. Most of the time, I'm okay. Um, A, is it that my energy field around me is weak and I'm being touched by heavy energy? B, is my energy is it my own energy that's purging? C, is it the energy of someone that's just walked by? Um, is my human body not able to receive more light or a delay due to capacity to hold strong light? Or am I just gagging mm-hmm. and releasing my own stuff? I appreciate the online work you do to help us work through these things. 
Yes, yes. So you're you're giving us a great example of when we start to get this reflected back to us, like the outer outer reality is showing us some some certain things that are are coming up for healing. And so as you were describing it, I felt that it was a, a combo. So it was definitely getting triggered by the energy embedded in that property in that land. It could even be in the the people who are living there, or perhaps there's uh, entities that are there from past people living there so it could be a whole combo of uh, energy that isn't feeling harmonious to you and then it's also triggering anywhere that you may have picked some of that up yourself in this life or past lives so you this is how the mirror effect works so i think pretty much we don't experience much of anything unless we have some sliver of that energy already in our field. Um, I can walk along uh, lots of areas and, and not be triggered by anything around me. So it means that um, I've been able then, of course, I, I can get into certain spots, uh, uh, especially Mount Shasta, and it's like, whoa. Okay, so that's where you, you look. Okay, you're like, okay, what is this? reaction I'm feeling. I'm feeling repelled. Um, I'm feeling nauseous. I'm feeling disturbed. And it's a, it's a lower vibration. And so I'm going to also ask for that lower vibration to rise out of me as well. So it could be that it was projected at you by somebody else. You might have picked it up traveling. Who knows? It doesn't even really, you know, we don't have to get too um, uh, analytical about it. It's more of just acknowledging there's something in me reacting to the energy in this space and I want to heal it and transmute it and then just going in with that attitude going in with that plan now I find there is there's places that uh, I just get I hear it almost like alarm bells uh, when I get to certain spots and it's like uh, turn around and leave (laughs) I mean I hear it Right, I'm literally hearing it in my head. Turn around and leave. You do not want to be in this space. So I also listen to that. You know, it may just be that I walked from one hologram to another, and it's a very disturbed one, and I shouldn't be in there. You know, and so again, listen to the guidance you get. Listen. So you're listening to your body and your reactions, and you're listening to your higher self and and any guidance. Like, because some places really maybe we shouldn't even be there. It's not for our highest good. So. All of that in in mind, um, what I'm getting is first in meditation, we can, and you can do it in the in the meditation we're doing today. You just focus on how you felt nauseous, focus on how it disturbed you, or whatever that energy felt like when you passed that property, and let's just spin it out. Just call up wherever that is present in your body or your field. And it could be it just got in somehow and you just need to clean that out. And that way then you don't react when you go past it again because there's nothing uh, uh, resonant in you anymore to that low energy. So I would start there. And and as you're as you're calling it up and clearing it, you can also ask your higher self if there's any um, lesson involved in this or any any insight for you as you're going through your ascension process. Because you know everything there's nothing random in this universe. Everything is really in a pretty exact order by our beloved Creator. And so everything that shows up has some message or meaning and so ask what the meaning is that this this property is is um uh uh, communicating to you and it may be just don't go down that 
that street. <laughs> Just don't go near that property anymore as well. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, it, I think we have to resist the urge to think that something is wrong with us. I think we have right. to resist the urge to feel weak. We're all very strong. And even when we're not experiencing something or when we're experiencing something that's a little unpleasant, it doesn't mean that something's wrong with us where we're doing we're not doing enough. Um, sometimes right. there's just an old energy that needs to be cleaned, something that needs to be brought to our attention. And if we don't necessarily, if we're not able to suss it out through, you know, more positive ways, you know, if getting a butterfly on the end of our finger isn't going to give us what we need to know that moment, um, you know, then we have to get something else. There's probably a reason, I would say, it's probably a reason that, the, you know, there's something there that you that your soul wants to clear. Um, your soul yeah. is itchy in that space for a reason. We just got to figure out what it is. That's what I sense. I think it also could be that there might be something from the generations back that's in the field that this neighborhood is triggering. So it's just getting that cleared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But But try to feel safe by yourself you know you don't want to open to you have to just like the knowledge that your soul is safe and that your body's safe and that divine right order is keeping you safe um that helps me a lot i tend to feel kind of vulnerable mm-hmm. sometimes and that helps me a lot to remind myself that i'm safe i'm safe i'm divinely protected you know it's so interesting because i this was something i learned probably about 10 years ago and i was um I was really having trouble with astral attacks and entity attacks and this kind of thing. And, and, and I went into this whole feeling of um, not being strong, you know, the opposite feeling, okay, my God, I must be so weak that I can't stop this. And, and, uh-huh. and I had asked, um, I had asked a psychic uh, friend of mine and, you know, do you, do you have any uh, recommendations for protection? And she just looks at me and she goes, you are protection. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> You need to own well, that'll who you are. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, okay, I can attest to that. Like, I nev- oh. Whenever, wherever me and Meg are ever walking, I never feel the least bit unsafe. If I'm following Meg somewhere, I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> well, I had to acknowledge and own it. Boy, I wasn't. I was all like, ooh, what's wrong with me? So, Yeah. <laughs> Did we lose you, Minette? Are you there? There we go. Sorry about that. All right. Um, moving to the next email. Um, Katarina from Sweden writes in. Um, I have a question that I think might be of interest for others as well. I recently discovered why I've been struggling to fulfill my purpose. I realized that I have not opened up to get new assignments or new possibilities and that I have avoided all situations where I had to expose myself in any way whatsoever due to a paralyzing fear of not living up to others' expectations. This belief pattern is very frustrating, especially since I would love to enjoy life and contribute my gifts. I wonder most humbly if this is something you could look into. Yes, yes. So what uh what it it looks like here um Kat is that this is a this is a family uh pattern. It's a family program. It's passed down through the generations. I usually find these in most of us there's some certain programming running that limits us. It really kind of keeps us small and and it and it pretty much is fear-based too, I think that we're we're just afraid 
to be successful. We're afraid to uh, move into um, new challenging projects and, and possibilities. And I find this in myself as well. So I think this is pretty much common with the human psyche, but then add to that the ancestral patterning to it. And it's it's a tough one to to clear. Um, one, of, one of the things I found is it's kind of from a, so we have the ancestral, patterning, but then we also have this part of our human that is resistant. Oh boy, I still feel this in myself. It's just not wanting to really do much of anything. <laughs> that human part of it <laughs> just, right, just wants to hang hang out on the couch and not do much. So this is a piece of us. It's 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 um it's uh it's uh it wants to just not move. <laughs> it just doesn't want to take any forward motion and so we're we're we have to all deal with that because we're here on this path of light and we're like we got stuff to do right you know and we're here for a reason and we've got a mission and a destiny and 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 when I don't feel any movement or motion inside me or motivation I just feel blah that's not a comfortable place to be in and I have had that this year I've had it come in uh multiple times so it's just Kind of being in that space, acknowledging the human part of us uh, is pretty apathetic, and it doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to move. So we're having – this is why the vortex is so great because in a way we're saying, I get it. I see that you're you know, resisting. I see you're struggling. But you know what? I'm going to use this m- more this movement of this vortex to keep me moving forward, keep propelling my energy forward. So that's why it's such a great aid to help us, a great tool to help us. Um, all right. So when we're working with a, any kind of ancestral generational patterning, trying to look, kind of squeeze us into a small box, keep us small, um, not allowing us to grow or change or go big, right? Not allowing us to get really successful successful in our lives and I would say most of us have some of this what you can do is uh, use your focus to the past generation so from parents grandparents all the way back you're going to kind of focus on where this has been passed down to you and it's come through in your uh, genetics and it's come through in consciousness and conscious programming and lock on to the specific program you are struggling with. So for uh, Katarina, it would be where it's not allowing her to realize her full potential, where she's not being able to uh, expand fully and do all the projects she wants or all the experiences of life. So you're just focusing on where you might feel really constrained by it, tight and uh, locked in. And then we're going to call in the diamond light, and we're flushing this down the channel. Imagine you're standing underneath like a big deluge of diamond light, and you're just going to wash through the body, wash through the chakras, wash through the field. And we command up any traces left of the ancestral programming patterning code consciousness that is limiting us, blocking us, locking us down, and we're just going to start to blast it with the light. I see it as like overlay grids. It's basically like a web in your field. It's a matrix uh, running. It's a system running. And the other thing that you can do, okay, I'm already starting to feel energy shift in here. Because it is coming down through the generations, we want to cut our link to that uh, ancestral lineage of that programming. So 
I see it as lines of energy. And so you can get out your sword of light like Archangel Michael, and you're just going to slice away and cut any links to you from that ancestral lineage, cut any cords to you, cut in, cut anywhere that you're like entrapped in it, you're entwined in it. You're just kind of cutting yourself free. And also when you cut the links to the ancestral generational lineage, you're also freeing your children. If you have children, you're freeing them from it as well because it gets passed down through the generations. So you're helping a lot of people by doing this work, not just yourself. And there we go. We're already starting to feel whew, that matrix beginning to break apart and come off and out of the field. So it's almost like you're in a cage and it's breaking down like the like the house of cards is collapsing and it's just starting to spin away from the body out of the field back to source light. And now there's no cords to it, no lines to it. And there may also even be some code coming out that was holding it in place. And so we're going to go to the master cell in the center of the brain at the pineal. This is a hologram of all of your genetic code. kind of looks like a big fat cell full of all the code. And we're flushing the diamond light through there as well and calling up and out any remaining uh, genetic code of the birth family of the ancestral lineage, of this limiting programming. And there we go. We start to get strands leaving. So here we go. We spin those out too. Because we're the master of our energy field, we get to pick and choose what we want thriving inside us. And we get to pick and choose what we want to finish up and complete. So you can also do some kind of a in, invocation that you're counseling or revoking any participation in this uh, multi-generational lineage of limitation and blocking your success, blocking your projects. Okay, and they're just, it's like, think of it like a, a contract. You're tearing up and putting it in the refiner's fire of source light. Cancel, close, complete, fulfilled, null and void, and more is releasing out of the body and the field. So there's kind of, we're going to touch all the bases. Uh, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical. Just going through all the levels. Whew. Now, this may release in waves. So we just kind of pulled the plug on the engine there, but you might have uh, consciousness leaving over the days and weeks. Um, so continue to spin it out, command it out. You are no longer complicit in letting it continue. And then when we clear these, these are huge operating systems. And so when we clear these, we turn back inside to our beloved soul presence and start to align with our galactic soul system. So we're letting go of this distorted system and, and energetics and we're replacing it with our divine uh, ancestral lineage of our soul family. So it's a just huge shift to go through. But first we get into the low stuff and clean that out, and then we replace it with our soul blueprint, our soul code, our soul operating system. So keep working with that, Katerina, because it, it does feel like it's breaking apart, but it's coming out in waves. That was amazing. Thank you. That was for all of us. Thank you, ah, Katerina. Thank you, Meg, for taking the time to yes. clean that up for us. I, I felt um, a lot moving in everybody. Yeah. Yay, from <laughs> Russ. Thank you so much, Russ, for your many, many, many years of loyalty and many for your years. wonderful questions. 
this, my question for today's broadcast is this. Do you find in your work with clients that polarized energy is concentrated in any place in particular in the energy field? Say, for example, the emotional body layers of the aura versus the mental layers, any particular chakras it tends to concentrate, and can you define once again what what polarized energy is and how it originates? Many thanks and loving blessings. Okay, so we talked a bit about this already, <clears throat> so just um, we'll just review it again. So polarity is the opposite poles. We have the north and south pole on our planet, and in an electromagnetic field, the poles uh, attract to each other when they are opposing. So, you know, this whole thing about like attracts like, and eh, not in an electromagnetic field, okay? Not normally. So in our planetary field, opposites attract. So our body is in this field. So our own energy field is running the same. Opposites attract. So this is what we're trying to uh, shift. And we're trying to move into more of the harmony of what's called singularity. So we're evolving from uh, uh, dual duality, polar, polarized duality, and moving into singularity or unity consciousness where we don't have these opposing forces running inside us anymore or on the planet. We start to come into more harmony. And this is part of why we're here because look at how polarized this world is. So we're here to be the center points. You know, we're here to hold all these disparate energies and pull them into the center, into harmony and union and balance. So that's a a real quick nutshell, what is happening on the planet and then what's happening within our own field. I see it more concentrated. Now it's everywhere. It's in our whole, it's in all our bodies. It's because our whole field is in the planetary polarity, but it does get tend to get more concentrated in the emotional body and the mental body because we've got this ego shadow consciousness looping, well, actually unconsciousness, and it's looping uh, in the background all the time, and it's perpetuating more of opposition. If you sit and listen to the ego at any point, basically what it's trying to do is to get you to judge others and me against the world type of mentality. It's very competitive and aggressive and it continues to perpetuate the polarities within us. So I see it mostly concentrated in the in the emotional body and the mental body, which is why we use the infinity figure eight of light at the brain and at the heart, because those are the two points. Mental body comes in through the brain, emotional body comes in through the, the heart, high heart, throat area. And, and solar plexus a bit. So we're running the infinities to neutralize polarity. And how it works is, think of it as if you're running a figure eight around two opposing forces. Uh, one, of, one side of the figure eight is in one, the other side of the figure eight is in another. So for an example, less than, greater than. This is a huge ego polarity that's running in all of us to a certain degree. Less than, greater greater than. And we can flip between the both. We can feel one day less than. We can feel superior the other day. And, and it flips back and forth. That's a great example of polarity. So think of it like you're running the infinity 
One's looping around grandiosity, superiority, and the other one's running around inferiority, insecurity. When you take these two opposing forces and start to run the infinity around them, what happens is it starts to pull them towards the center where they overlap and they merge and they actually cancel each other out and they start to unite. And that's what the zero point's doing. It's a vacuum in the center of the infinity and it's pulling those two opposing forces into the vacuum in the center where they begin to uh, neutralize each other and merge and unite and then you just popped the polarity out of your uh, field and you're you're running this is actually the first polarity I worked on uh, over 20 years ago where you just start to diminish it and and bring it into that neutral zero point energy where it's no longer controlling you and it is, um, you're evolving it, you're transforming it. So we have these tools, thank God, to work on these polarities when they show up. So anytime you sense something where you find you're kind of flipping back and forth between extreme opposites, that's an example of a polarity running in your consciousness and you can just literally direct the infinity to where you're feeling it running and start the uh, neutralizing process of that polarity. And it really does work. Uh, it may be where we have to go uh, on it a couple of times because more layers of it come up, but it, it, it really is changing the dynamic within us from opposing forces to harmonious uh, united forces and that's our goal as well and when we're so polarized this is what pushes the soul out of the body and so then we're also disconnected and so we have the ego running the polarities we have the polarity pushing the soul out we start to feel so disconnected from our divine self and from the universe and then the ego starts to feel victimized because it's disconnected and I mean it's a what a slippery slope it just is kinds of builds on it on it on itself so the more that we can get in on and transform that we you basically popped the power that the ego has over you because you're you're no longer allowing it to um, uh, go into that me versus others mentality anymore, and and you're eliminating that polarity out of your out of your life, out of your reality. Then you don't attract polarized people or polarized events or polarized projects or realities. Boy, it really ripples out. Everything starts to change. You start to pull in people who are also have worked on their polarities, and they're really balanced and harmonious. And that's who you get to start to share your life with. And it's what a what a game changer that is. Uh-huh. Should we respect? I think it's hard for us in, in our society, in particular, to respect the differences between people. Other people mm-hmm. may not be doing things that you approve of. They may be doing things or saying things or having things that, you know, whether you want them or you don't, et cetera, things that are different than you. But it's our job to accept and respect that they're on their their path. I'm on my path. Mm-hmm. And stay contained within myself because the minute I start judging, like she said, that that's an open invitation yeah. for polarity. And it's it's so true, and 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 I think you know um, maybe we're splitting hairs here, but you can you can be opposed to let's say their racism or their sexism or their abusive behavior. You can you can say okay, I don't support that, 
but uh-huh. you can still see them as a sovereign being. So it's it's where we may not uh, support their behavior or their belief systems, uh-huh. especially if they're harming others, but we still see them as sovereign beings and free will to choose that behavior. <laughs> so it's uh-huh. a... It's a yeah, it's a little tricky, but once you begin to neutralize that polarity within your own emotional mental body, it's easier to not um react and go into that full on judgment energy of the ego. Yeah. It's easier. It does get easier. Hopefully. We we say yeah. that like it's easy, huh? This is a good one. I've been waiting on this question. This is from Nancy. She says I have experienced weight gain in the past few years. I've changed my diet, but I have not experienced any physical changes in the last six months. I'm feeling uncomfortable and full in my torso. I feel frustrated, and yet I'm also processing some deep messages that I received as a young girl about my body. Having body fat was unlovable. Being told that I was fat. When I look at pictures of myself from age 10 to 17, I wasn't fat at all, but the seed was planted, and I believed it. Mm. And I feel these high frequencies are affecting some of us with weight gain. Any insight on that? Well, you actually have great insight on it already. Um, I gained weight, too, since 2012, and some of it is oh, it's a, it's, it's a mixed bag. So some of it is, like you said, it's flushing out these uh, old uh, belief systems or consciousness programs running that are distortions about the body. Um, it could be where we split from our body and we're not present and we're not loving our body. Um, could So we're judging ourselves as well and then rejecting ourselves. Also, it could be, like you said, that maybe other people were sending projections to you, calling you fat. That all has to get cleared out of any external judgments or projections that got into the field. We need to reverse and clean that out. And it also could be trauma. Look, be a lot. Trauma is the densest energy. And so think of density as solid body energy, right? It's like dense. So you're holding trauma in the cells. And the, and you need to clean that out, release that out. You, there's lots of ways to release uh, uh, trauma. Uh, working in the vortex is one, but you could get body work. You can uh, go into nature. I mean, there's just so many ways. Work with a therapist. So, so do everything that you resonate with to keep lightening yourself up and clearing the trauma, clearing the density. I found the more that I was able to move that out, my heart got higher in frequency. It got lighter. I was feeling happier, more joy. And then that translates to the body because our DNA is basically like a quantum computer and it's listening to you. And this is what's um, like Bruce Lipton came out with the term epigenetics. This is where our own DNA is listening to our consciousness. It's listening to our thoughts. It's listening to our emotions. So the more that we're able to be in that harmonious, joyful thoughts and emotions, Oh, the body just sucks that up. It goes right into your DNA. The other thing, too, is you could be clearing, and I find when I am clearing, I I expand. My physical body literally gets like another size or two bigger, and I, I haven't changed anything except I'm clearing. The density is literally causing the body to expand as it's rising to the surface because as as the energy comes out, it's coming out in the form that it went in. So let's say you had some really painful uh, abuse happen as that's rising up and out. 
the body's experiencing it as abuse again. It's coming out in the same form that it went in. So this is this is where I just listed a whole bunch of things. So this is where we get into silence with our higher self and just ask, point me to the areas that I need to be present with myself. Maybe it's with the inner child, like I had to be present with my rebellious teenager and just see, could be the part of you that's the lover, could be part of you that's the mother. I mean, just see wherever this is showing up in your awareness or your dream state or your meditations. These are parts of you that want to integrate with you, and they may be broken off and split in the field, and we want to bring them back in. The more that we heal all parts of ourselves, the the body starts to naturally come into order. And this is then, again, part of this uh, process we're doing. We call it soul embodiment. But the more that we literally bring our soul inside the body to live, to take over, the soul is regenerating the health of the body and it's starting to create, it's renewing the body. And so it's starting to create a healthier body for us. Uh, Am I there myself? No, I'm still clearing trauma and density. So I still have, I'm still carrying some weight, but I'm finding that the more that I uh, am able to heal that, I'm feeling so much lighter, emotionally lighter, mentally lighter. I'm feeling more joy. Um, then also it could be that there is problems with the hormone. I mean, then we go down into the physical stuff, right? Is there maybe the hormones are off or maybe there's um, some something that's uh, thrown off your balance in the digestive system. So there's lots of things to look at, but I would say first start with mental, emotional, trauma, childhood projections, as you mentioned, want to clear those out and uh, keep working with your DNA, talking to your body, loving your body. Uh, I even I even um, kind of run a mantra that I, I um, command that my body st- starts to reflect my inner soul presence out to the world more. And so there's things you can do that you're really these are command code sequences you're sending into the DNA. You know, I want my I want my body to be. Um, uh, vibrating at a higher frequency of love, of joy. I want my body to return to its original healthy blueprint. So there's things that you can do to continue this transformational process. But don't feel like you have to just give up. Don't give up. Keep going because it's literally density is is trying to clear out of the cells, kind of trying to clear out of the physical body and the field. So it you will feel lighter and lighter as you do this process. Yeah, it's uh, weight is is very complex. Um, I think you know me to feel pretty happy and pretty safe and pretty lovable most of the time, but my body's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to be chubby. I'm just going to hang out here and be chubby. Now, fortunately for me, my family didn't give me any drama about it, but yeah. Well, part of it is it it could be uh, I have had this as well. I started putting on the weight in Manchester to protect me. So it could be that it's literally your body armor. And so that might be part of it as well is getting to a place where you don't need that external body armor anymore. I find the more that my soul comes in, I have more of that powerful force field that I don't have to protect myself with physical weight. I can protect myself with energetic uh, shielding and these kinds of things. So it's 
it's um we're graduating right we're just keep we just keep learning more ways to to work in this uh, trans- transformational process without having it to be such a burden on the physical body. Mm-hmm. We could probably do a whole show on just the oh, physical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're at the top of the hour at 6.07. Um, okay. I do have an, another question. What do you want to do? Uh, let's let's look at that. We'll try to do a quick answer and then go into the meditation. Okay, um, for Elizabeth has very patiently waited to get on the show. She says, um, I'm having difficulty grounding lately. Is 5D grounding to the center of Gaia or only the circumferential 5D grid? Is my heart Taurus meant also to ground down into the earth? I've also been having difficulty manifesting in the physical. Guidance on this would be very helpful. Thank you. All right. Well, there's probably, you know, a multitude of ways to ground. I'll just share the way that I was guided to do it, especially because we're using a vortex around the field. Um, So I use the feet. Uh, Some people do it with the root chakra, but I use the feet. So that would just first want to make sure everybody understands that when you're grounding with the vortex, you do want to have the full body grounding through the feet and up so that you're able to run that vortex. Um, I, When I first started over 20 years ago, I was instinctively going to the center of, of the earth. But then I began to get guided to not do that anymore because we were starting to kind of um, bifurcate between 3D earth and 5D earth. They, we were starting to get the two holograms becoming available and distinctly present, and we could choose which one we want to. They look very differently. So I unlocked from the center of the earth, the 3D earth, and I started uh, grounding my feet chakras onto this just glorious, beautiful, crystalline global grid of the 5D earth plane. Now, at first, you know, because this has been coming in over 10 years now, uh, uh, probably more, um, it's been developing. It's here now fully that we can all work in it and live in it. at first, when I started to get to it, it was almost like I was floating on air. I was like on a kind of like a, a, a hydrocraft or something because the 5D Earth grid was so much higher in frequency. It was very, it was weird. It was actually quite strange when I first started getting onto it. Now it seems like it's multiplying into multidimensional light grid. So there's layers of it, dimensional layers of it. It's, it's quite elaborate now. And, and so I just go right to the surface layer. I don't go too deep in. I don't seem to need to. I, I don't. You can try that. See if you still feel grounded. But like I mentioned earlier, I go to my big sequoia tree. I I put my hands on it and I go all the way up and then all the way down to the light grid. So wherever that light grid is, I lock onto it. Is it in the surface of the of the earth? It could be. It could be a little lower. Just follow where you feel how how deep you need to go. But it's through your free will choice. You're going to choose to ground to the 5D grid, no longer to the 3D grid. Because the problem is, is what we've been talking about. That 3D grid is polarized. We are trying to get free of that. And so grounding to a polarized earth plane isn't going to help any of us. So the more that we just say, all right, I'm done. I'm complete with that one. I'm elevating and upgrading and evolving. And I'm now grounding to the multidimensional 5D grid. And and it and I literally see it as crisscrossing ley lines. It it, it literally is 
uh, 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 grid. It's a grid of light, and and it's and it's all along just under the surface of the planet, and it could go deeper, but you don't. I don't think we need to. So I don't know if that answers your question. I hope it does. Yeah, I think so. She was asking if her heart, Taurus, was meant to ground to the earth, but I think you answered that when you said we should be grounding with our whole body. Um, yes. And yeah. she said she was having the heart, trouble. Heart, the heart, Taurus, is is um, you're going to use your feet to ground your Taurus, so you don't really need to run lines of rooting cords from the heart just use your feet magnets to ground onto the grid and that will support the whole double star tetrahedron merkaba it'll it'll run and the merkaba is the geometry of the torus so your your feet are going to anchor you on the grid so you can run your energy vertically up and down and the you'll have your zero point vacuums right around the heart area so the torus can keep running Sounds good. And then to obviously getting, she's talking about, uh, she said she's having difficulty manifesting in the physical. Um, uh, oh, we talk well, about yeah. that all if you're time, not grounding. That the heart yeah. does. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. So you, it, it's, you have no magnetism when you're not grounded. So everybody just make that little mental note. When you're not grounded, you don't have any magnetism. You can't pull anything in. So this is why we have to ground every day. And then also, the more that we heal that heart of ours, because we've all had core wounding in the heart there, but as the heart heals, working with the inner child, just healing that heart, uh, could be heartbreak from uh, loss of relationship. You know, There's just so much that has been built in the heart there from this life and past lives. But as we heal the heart, it just loves to expand and grow and it just is overflowing into your magnetism so the more of the heart that is healthy and vibrating with light and love the more magnetism you have to draw in what supports you so I found that the more that I could get this heart just running love day and night the more synchronicity started to show up so our heart is directly linked to our magnetism and manifesting so it's yeah, we can't separate it. Nope. No matter how much you I mean the first time you told me that I was a little I was like, What? <laughs> I'll never get my I heart know. in shape in time. <laughs> well, when I first started working with my higher self, I was like, I can't I'm like a starving student, you know, and I I can't mm-hmm. make any money, I can't seem to magnetize <laughs> anything and they're like, Well, you magnetize what you carry in your heart and you you're pretty empty in there. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> No wonder I can't manifest. <laughs> so yeah, it it does t- it does take some time, and it's not necessarily easy to find. I find that sometimes we have to be happy about things that are unrelated to our survival, which is extra hard to do when you're fighting with survival. But it does sure. happen, and things absolutely get better because when from the time that I started working with Megan what a million 10 11 years ago now till now yeah. it's gotten much yeah. much much better yeah yeah and as Manette always reminds us the more that you're in gratitude the more that heart vibrates so more <laughs> gratitude finding finding whatever little things you can be gratitude grateful for it helps that heart magnetism as well yeah, yeah um it's is. about 6 14 all right 
Let's go ahead and go to our meditation then. Thank you, everyone, for your thoughtful questions and wonderful questions. I think, yeah, helps 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 us all kind of keep focused here, keep on point. Okay, so what we're going to do is in, um, in the meditation, we're going to focus on the recent Lionsgate upgrades and and whatever got triggered. So that was only, uh, geez, was like two weeks ago, eight eight. So whatever got triggered during that event, uh, where it lasted a couple couple of weeks actually, but it's closed now. It's completed for the year, and so let's work on whatever got kind of shook loose. And our goal, of course, is to level up. Every time we go through one of these big Stargate upgrades, we go up to the next level of our capacity and our knowledge and our understanding and our awareness and also in our ascension. So I see these literally like gates that we walk through. And as we move through the gate and we come out on the other side, voila, there's all this new stuff waiting for us. So think of it like new doors opening on your path in front of you. First, we have to deal with whatever got triggered as we went through the gate, clear that up, and then integrate the upgrade and really open, as we just mentioned, open your heart to the new opportunities that just opened in front of you on your path, new doors opening to new life experiences and and new growth and all of that. Okay, so let's go ahead and shift gears because we've been talking here for a bit. And get 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 comfortable, everyone. If you can sit with your feet on your on the floor while we ground, or you can stand, or you can sit with your feet on the floor so that we're grounding into the grid, getting the vortex up and running. And then I'll walk you through the steps here to uh, work with the Lions Gate activations. And we're going to just leave you at the end of the show in your sacred space and and in your connection and. just helping and you can listen to the activations over and over again if you like you've got the link that that has the replay there as well to just support you as you move through uh, the next month because then we uh, have our next stargate on september 23rd which is the equinox so we have a good month to just work on this be really focused on this as we get ready for the next up level okay so let's uh, go ahead and Take a couple deep breaths. We just want to get present inside the body. If it helps, you can put your hand on your heart and your solar plexus. Breathe in. So we're coming inside into the core center of the body, into your breath. And as we breathe in, inhale in. Just releasing any stresses of the day, any body tension, any worries. Just let it go. Release it out. And as we get centered inside our body, let's use our feet chakras as magnets. Just as I mentioned, you're going to lock it onto the floor where you are first. And then we're going to extend our grounding. So the light of your feet chakras are going down and and locking onto your path of light. This is your ascension timeline. We're commanding to lock and ground and anchor onto our ascension timeline, our path of light. Okay, there we go. Everyone's starting to root. And then we go down the next level, and this is where you connect to the crystalline global grid. This is 5D and higher. It's really becoming multidimensional. It's quite elaborate now. 
wherever you feel pulled. I just feel pretty pretty much close to the surface of the of the earth, getting on to the ley lines there. Woo, there we go. If there's any sacred site you would like to lock onto, you can do that as well. Minette and I connect to Mount Shasta. But there's all these beautiful uh, stone circles and pyramids and sacred sites around the world that you can connect to. And we're getting our whole field on that crystal grid so that it's supporting us. It's the foundation underneath us. Okay, from the heart, we're going to connect to Mother, Father, Source. Connect to your God self, your I am presence. Also connecting to your soul group, soul family. And let's bring in all of our spirit teams. This, this is our angels, archangels, ascended masters and teachers, any galactic council supporting us. We connect with them, call them in to our sacred space. We're also working with Mother Nature. Let's call in the nature spirits, the devas, the fairies. We're also bringing in the elementals to do the alchemy. Whew. Ah, beautiful. Also working with Archangel Metatron, and he's embedding under our feet his Metatron's Cube portals. This is giving us permission to use it. It opens up. Twelve pillars of light rise up and around the body, and they begin to rotate right to left in an anticlockwise spin momentum. And just let yourself breathe into the spin. This is a feminine vortex, so it's spinning outwards. It's radiating out, expanding the field. There you go. Good. And then as it accelerates faster, it's unlocking the time barriers, unlocking density, gravity, and it allows us to expand our field all the way out to the quantum level. There we go. All right, we're in, and this lets us inside into the energy body, the etheric body. Let's come into our chakra channel. We'll start there at the root chakra, and we're bringing this anticlockwise spiral inside now. We're using it to open up our channel. Now, as we rise up the chakra pillar, a couple things are happening. You're rising up your chakras. You're bringing light into it. You're spinning into them all. You're clearing them of density. We're also rising up in dimensions, getting higher and higher in dimensions, and we're also rising up in frequencies. So as we spin up, go all the way up to your soul frequency at the top. We're spiraling to the higher dimensions, higher chakras, higher frequencies, till we meet up with our higher self at the top. Here we go, all the way up. And we're clearing our chakra channel. We want a clear open channel up to the higher self. Oh, beautiful. And as you get up here, you can make a heart-to-heart connection with your God self, your higher self. This is your guardian gatekeeper of your channel. And as we make that connection, we're going to bring that soul presence back down the channel into the body. So you're bringing your soul, it comes in as golden light and your sound waves, your soul tones and frequencies. Okay, so we're in this chakra channel. So as you're looking up, you're this open receiver, breathing down and in, soul light, soul frequencies, soul essence, soul consciousness, Ooh, and it just starts to slide down your channel and into the body and into the chakras. Take it all the way down to the root and then into the heart center. Ooh, filling in, 
more and more with your soul's love, your soul's light, your soul's wisdom and knowledge, your soul gifts, your soul presence. And as it fills into the chakras, they really start to shimmer with your soul's golden light. Let's get that that heart just pumping. It's just filling with soul's light. It starts to become like a big golden sun here in your chest, even beyond the body. Big cosmic soul heart. Ah, there you go. And this is supporting the torus. Okay, so let's let's eliminate polarity so we can run the vortex, run the torus. Okay, so we're using the infinity of light to do this. We're looping the infinity left, right at the heart, left, right at the brain, and anywhere else you feel polarized. You could run it at your feet, at your solar plexus, anywhere you're feeling that kind of opposition, that push-pull. Just run the infinity. It's running horizontally, left and right. And it's creating that vacuum zero point in the center. So let's focus in on the center of the infinity at the heart, at the brain, at the mind. And it's pulling all your energies into that vacuum center, into harmony and union and balance. Woo, there you go. And then it releases what's out of balance or still opposing forces. So it releases the polarity charge out, and it starts to lift up and out of the physical body, emotional body, mental body. And it's just a big heavy layer coming up, and the vortex spins it up to source light to be transmuted. Beautiful. Releasing this extra polarized charge. So as we're we're running the infinities, we're starting to create that real calm, still, neutral zero point. And especially when you're running it right there at the heart center, that's the center of your Taurus. And it really helps run the uh the continuum, the Taurus continuum. Where you're just always sourcing yourself from the quantum field. You're bringing in what supports you. This is where your magnetism can start pulling in what matches your soul essence inside, your soul vibration inside. So it's your own soul magnetism pulling in what matches you, what supports you, what uh, supports your mission, your destiny, your soul's joy. And while we're working in this spiraling Taurus, you can, and the vortex is still going, anticlockwise around us, so we're out of time. And you can really set your intention. Anything that you need right now to support you. Uh, could be a new home, or a new job, uh, could be health, uh, whatever it is. You You visualize it, you set your intention for it, and you hold it here. And the energies of it in your heart magnetism so the Taurus can pull it in. And boy, is this effective. It really works. So in this calm, neutral vacuum state of the zero point, let's focus on what got triggered in the lion's gate. Okay. Because we want to receive all the upgrades <clears throat> excuse me, that came came to us during that time period. So let's do that first. Let's integrate in all of the upgrades 
uh, from the Lionsgate. So we're the open receiver, and we're in our zero point, and we're receiving in, spiraling in, filling inside with all of the light consciousness that came in. Bring it into your field. Bring it into your chakras. Bring it into your cells. Just breathing in, spiraling in, pulling in. The in, and integrating, merging it inside you, all of the Lion's Gate upgrades, all of the blessings, all of the abundance, all of the new awareness, all of the new consciousness. Okay, good. You guys are doing great. You can feel in that, get more solidified inside, spiraling in, merging in with you. Whew. We're very receptive right now. And so you're receiving in all of the plasma photonic light upgrades that came to us and also all of the Syrian light upgrades that came during the Lionsgate. Ooh, there goes some more coming in. Breathe it in. You, get, you might see or sense you're getting light transmissions coming fully into you. And just allow where they go. They might go to the third eye brain. They might go down to the heart solar plexus, wherever it's coming in. Just let it come in. It knows where to go, and it's uh, your body's adapting and taking it in and merging it in. And we're only merging in what's of a harmonic resonant match to your soul frequency. Whew. Okay, it's starting to settle in. Beautiful. Now, as you know, when we do these upgrades, it pushes out what can't hold with that real high frequency of light. Okay, so as we're taking in more crystalline light, plasma light, any of the, the dense, low-vibe energies, they just start to rise up and release. So let's do a flush. We're just using the crystalline diamond light, <sighs> letting it flush through us from head to feet, just flushing up and out any of the low vibratory energies that were triggered during the Lionsgate which isn't a match, which does not resonate, which does not originate from your soul essence. We spin it out. It's just like the sludge, the toxins, the density. And we're spinning it out, flushing it out, spinning it up to source light. And it's just coming out of the cells, out of the emotions, out of the mind, just keeps clearing, spinning, out of the chakras, out of the field. Whatever got triggered, it's ready to release. We wash it out, flush it out, spin it out. Oh, there goes another layer. Just lifting off. Goes back to source light. Oh, another layer. Okay, you guys are doing awesome. Just releasing, letting go, clearing like we're emptying our cup so we can fill in with more of our soul lovely presence. Now, as the density releases, let's do another one because this came up in some of the questions too. Let's clear and flush out any trauma that's rising up and out of the, and it could even be cellular memory of trauma. Anywhere there was trauma held in the body or in the emotions or the mind or the field or the memory. So here we go, another flush, washing up and out, whatever traumatic memory was triggered. Ooh, we got a bunch of that. Okay, spin that into the light of source. Whew, we're letting it go. Complete, fulfilled, let it go. Whew, there goes another wave. Whew. 
getting lighter and lighter, releasing any unresolved trauma, pain, suffering, grief, loss. There was more. And you're clearing and cleaning your your energy field like you're becoming this pillar of light as we get the density out, as we get the trauma out. Ooh, yeah, we're spinning really fast right now. So just hold steady, breathe it out, spin it out, release it out. Vortex is on hyperspeed right now, helping just, just propels it out into source light. Ah, good job. Whew, that was a good clearing. We went deep. Very good clearing. Let's come back into our center point again, into the center of our infinities. Balance. Order. Okay, and in this order, in this balance point, the other thing that got triggered was the enslavement system because we had these freedom codes that activated. So let's, uh, I've been noticing this kind of breaking down, breaking apart, so you might still have some, some sections of it or bits and pieces of it. So again, you're under the diamond light flesh, just washing down through from the head down through the feet through the field, and let's just sweep through the field and command up any enslavement system, pattern, program, a code, or consciousness that was limiting your full potential. All right, we're commanding it out. We're breaking it apart. We're canceling, revoking any participation in the enslavement system. Cancel, revoke it. Oh, okay, here we go. So it could be overlay grids. It could be all kinds of stuff starting to wiggle loose and spin out. So focus on anywhere you have felt controlled or dominated or powerless, anywhere you felt uh, rigid, constrained by outside forces, outside ego will. We're just canceling and revoking any agreement to allow this to continue. Cancel and revoke it and spin it out now on all the bodies physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, out of the field. Oh, we're getting all kinds of stuff moving. All right, keep commanding it out, pulling your power from it, pulling your light from it, pulling your energy from it so it can release all enslavement systems, programs, patterns, codes, or consciousness we command out. Set yourself free. Claim your inherent right as a sovereign being, as a child of God, goddess. There goes more. Oh, man, big layers lifting. This has been the matrix enslavement, and we've been in it probably for thousands of years, and so we're calling it quits. We're ending it. We're putting an end to it. And we're pulling our power from it, pulling our energy from it. And this is how it collapses on the planet. When we get free of it, it just gets weaker and weaker, and it drops away. There goes a little more. And as we remove these layers of the enslavement system, imagine like you're just stripping the layers off. You're getting down to your pure essence. And as we breathe in, the plasma light waves coming down and in. 
and we direct them to continue to activate our freedom codes. So this is in your soul blueprint. You are claiming and activating your freedom codes, turning them on with the light. Oh, there we go. And they might be lighting all over the body. Just let them light up and turn on. <laughs> we will never, ever go back to being in an enslavement matrix again. Okay, we're spinning fast again. Slots activating right now. Whew. And the freedom codes are talking to your DNA and helping the body liberate itself from the past and from limitations and from being in a small container, a small box. So our capacity expands, our field expands, our heart expands. And as we're releasing the enslavement matrix and we're activating our freedom codes, let's bring that beautiful plasma light into our lion's heart template that was activated in, during the lion's gate. So bringing all of that beautiful light streaming into the lion's heart template of strength and courage and confidence and you're lighting it up inside your heart. Whoa, and as that lights up, it's purging out old programs of doubt and primal fear and survival and insecurity. So as the lion's heart template comes alive with strength and courage and confidence, <clears throat> we flesh out the old debilitating programs of doubt and fear and insecurities. Yeah, whoa, releasing, for they can't hold with our lion's heart. Whew. Releasing some more, just making room for the lion's heart activation. And as that template activates, we get our authentic strength and courage and confidence from our inner soul presence, embodying our soul presence in our lion's heart. So let's breathe in more of our soul light, soul consciousness, soul presence to come in and fill into our lion's heart now. And bringing in more of our authentic courage and confidence and strength for the soul is fearless and it's filling the heart, and you're becoming stronger than the patterns that were running in you. Ooh, that heart's getting stronger, and you're learning how to master your own energy field. You are the master soul of your energy field. Ooh, heart's getting stronger, and your heart leads the way into 5D and higher. So just let that heart, as it's expanding and getting stronger, it's filling with love. Let's just breathe in the love vibration from Mother, Father, Source. Ooh, from your soul essence, your soul presence, your soul family. Breathe that love into this expanding lion's heart. Ooh, we're spinning fast again. You're this receiver. Breathe it in. Filling up. 
becoming a divine human. And our heart is leading the way. Our heart is taking us into these higher dimensions. Our heart is taking us into unity consciousness. And our heart is building with soul magnetism. And this is the gift of the lion's gate. So we integrate that in. So again, spinning inwards, just taking it inside, letting it merge in. Let it blend inside you. Let it activate fully. Turning on with your soul presence, your soul light, soul love. When we're spinning in, grounding in, you can tap in your arms, on your legs as it's coming inside and integrating with you, merging with you, turning on, lighting up, filling with love, with light, with your soul presence. Spinning, spinning, spinning very fast, still integrating. We're getting it all the way into the RNA and DNA, updating all the way down to the subatomic particles, updating. Ooh, and there it is. There's the ripple. And as that takes hold, grounds in, anchors in, becomes one with you. Ooh, that completes our work for today. And so it is. So it is. And just stay in your spin, stay in your vortex as everything is still settling in and integrating in. And this uh, recording's here for you if you want to work with it again. And we are just so thrilled that you joined us here tonight. Thank you, Manette, for all your support as well. Of course. I'm very glad everybody could come out and um, get this activation on Wednesday night. Yeah, we're just a thrill to be with you. And so we're sending you our love, giving you a big hug, and we'll connect with you again at the Equinox. And until then, keep getting stronger, keep rising. We're all in this together. So we'll see you again soon. Have a wonderful evening. Bye for now, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.